calling those games uh, alongside Toby Rowland or Chad McKee is uh, our good friend Kevin Henry. Nice enough to join us now. And, Kevin, uh, how you doing? Appreciate your time today. Yeah, John, doing great, man. Thanks for having me. You bet, you bet. Uh, sorry you guys won't be making the trip uh, to Waco. Uh, you, you know, you spent some time here. I'm sure there's some places you would like to have visited uh, had you been able to make the trip to Waco. Oh, I could give you a list, man. Just, you know, tons of people, tons of good restaurants and just places that, you know, I always used to go to when I was down there and really miss our time in Waco. But enjoying Oklahoma, enjoying uh, being up here and, you know, having a chance to work with uh, – Toby on a on a regular basis and and Joe C our our fantastic athletic director just having an opportunity to come up here has been fun but definitely not a day goes by that we don't think about Waco and usually end up talking to somebody from down there you know on a you know pretty regular basis nice that's very good hey that was a great win Saturday over West Virginia uh, and and Emoja Gibson was a big part of that he's a University High School grad. Uh, what do you have? Eight three pointers in that win on Saturday. Tell everybody about kind of kind of the progression of Emoja and his great game against West Virginia. Well, I'll tell you, John. He's been terrific for us. He's he's a shot maker. Um, you know, obviously making eight threes in a game is tough to do. Um, but what he really does, he comes out and he's like a he's like a dog on defense. And he hawks the ball. He slides his feet. He's always in the right position little bit undersized i mean you know he's a little guy so he's a, he's a point guard shooting guard type type six one ish um so he's not going to be a, a big time player in the paint and, and folks from waco know Yamoja from his days there at university but um just been he's been great for us and we played against him when he was at unt and uh i think he had 21 in the first half on us yeah. and we knew that he was a really good player and you know, we ended up pulling that game out barely, and it took Christian Doolittle um, uh, last or when at that time to get on him and guard him in the second half and did a good job on him. But I mean, we had to throw everybody at him. So anyway, when he entered the transfer po- transfer portal, we thought this was a, a great uh, kid that could join us, could help us, and we're just so glad to have him. And he's, you know, he's caught fire. He he started off the season. You know, a little, a little rusty, a little. You know, maybe he had some nerves and stuff like that, just being around some new teammates and a new program, new system. But we all knew he could shoot it. He had done it all the time in practice, and so now the the lights are getting brighter, and uh, he's stepping up, man, to make eight threes in that game. We needed every single one of them. There were some there in the second half. We jumped out to a big lead. Um, I think he hit four in the first half and four in the second. But to be up 18 at half, and then. Uh, West Virginia, you know they're going to make a run. They're a big, tough team. They made their run. They started bombing them from three as well. And so, anyway, every one of them in the second half we needed. Is he uh, He's still coming off the bench, it looks like. Is that a good role for him, at least right now, just to be that spark off the bench? You know, I think so. Um, this team here, and, and I've mentioned it, um, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago, we talked about Oklahoma having a deep, team but I think this one is probably the deepest that coach Kruger and his staff have had in the last probably four years um, you know there's options over there we can go 10 deep and he plays 10 guys and he those guys get um, you know quality minutes and so I think having uh, Yamosa come off the bench there's a couple other guys another transfer Elijah Hartless is coming off the bench and and then uh, just you know some of the players I mean they're they're coming off and they're giving that spark now coach Kruger you know, he's, he's the type of coach, he could run a different lineup out there. And so, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's the uh, day of uh, decision. And 
and so he's he's substituted a couple um, this year, and he's definitely done that in the past. So, but I think having someone like a Vinny Johnson that can come off the bench and, and call him Microwave Junior. I mean, this is a kid that gets hot and can make a ton of shots, and you just need that. Like Ginobili came off the bench for the Spurs forever. He could have been a starter, but and and Mosley could have, could start, but um, having that firepower off the off the bench is important. Kevin Henry, our guest, former Baylor basketball standout, now color analyst for the Oklahoma Sooners, playing in Waco tonight. And Kevin, let me ask you about uh, some of the other names on the roster. You got you got some good veterans, uh, like an Austin Reeves, uh, who is who is just playing great. Uh, he's a senior. Brady Mannix's a senior. He's been around. Alondis Williams is a senior. And uh, it, it seems like to me in this year, you know, with all the uncertainty and so many changes, that veteran teams and guys and teams with a lot of experience, that's a real plus this year, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, Brady. You know, being a, a senior, a guy that started a ton of games for us, Austin Reeves, a, a fifth-year senior, having that type of leadership and that experience, especially during a season like this, is important, not just for the rest of the team, but especially those young guys. And so Austin, he leads us in scoring, assists, and rebounds, um, believe it or not. I mean, he just he does a lot. Um, he's handling the ball. He's playing the point guard spot this year, which I think is a natural position for him. You'd look at him, and you'd think being 6'5", and – you know, he can shoot it so well from the perimeter. You think of shooting guard. But uh, we've played Davion Harmon at the at the two this year. and He's a smaller uh, player, but he can score well, um, and he moves without the ball. So, And Austin's been able to find him. He leads us in assists, like I said, and, and he does a good job. And then, you know, Brady, as we mentioned, you know, he's, he's probably scored more points than anybody in the conference um, um, around this year. And so he's, he's just a, a, a solid player. He's going in a little bit of a slump. He's missed a couple, and, you know, teams are guarding. They know that Brady's a big part of what we do, and when you have your big players off the ball like Brady plays off the ball, you know, teams can deny him and, you know, kind of double-team him off the ball and make it really difficult. Austin, you know he does a lot, but the ball's in his hands quite a bit. You know, after every, you know, made basket, they're throwing it into him. So the ball's coming to him you know, right from the start. But someone like Brady struggled a little bit because the ball's not in his hands quite as much. So we got to figure out ways to get Brady the ball, get him more shots uh, when teams switch out and put smaller players on him, put him down in a post. He's added 15, 20 pounds of muscle this year, so he's looking good. Um, but, yeah, Alondis is, is another senior that, that stepped up. He started all of our games this year. Uh, good player off the wing and uh, athletic, super athletic. And you got to have – athletes to compete in the big 12 you know that and so uh you know having those three guys are veterans they they can run and jump and make buckets those are guys that you need to have um step up in a big way kevin this baylor team uh, they haven't been tested a lot has a grinded out game at iowa state and, and was also pushed by illinois earlier this year but um, from what you've seen from this group do you see a specific way to attack them i know that they're very versatile and very deep do you, do you think there's a certain way you have to go at this Baylor team, from what you've seen? Well, I'll tell you, just pull the fire alarm, maybe. I mean, they're so good. They're so good. I don't know how um, teams can, can slow them down. Those guards that they have, those three guards out top are terrific. And then Flagler coming off the bench, I mean, he's he's a really good player. Could be sixth man of the year. You know, him and Gibson could be, you know, right there for sixth man of the year. I think um, if you can go inside, um, if you can really guard them tough, inside and, and force uh, the, the post players to shoot tough uh, contested shots in the post. I think that's a, uh, one of the keys tonight for Oklahoma is to 
to force uh, Baylor's post players to make plays down low. Um, now, you know, as soon as you say that, some Thamba can go off for, you know, 15 or 20 or, you know, something like that. Who knows? But um, Baylor's good. I mean, there's a, they're a great team. Coach Drew's done an unbelievable job with them. So it's going to be a, a tall task for Oklahoma. But, you know, it, it's, you know, stranger things have happened. And, and I think that's the, the neat thing about college basketball, especially the Big 12, is like every single night you just never know, uh, you know, what's going to happen. There's so many ranked teams. But, again, it's just a strange year that, that um, anything can happen on any, any given day. Kevin Henry joining us, color analyst, Oklahoma Sports Network, uh, basketball broadcast. Uh, Brady Manick, uh, d- does he try or does it just happen very naturally that he looks uh, uncannily like uh, Larry Bird? Is that just kind of natural <laughs> for him? I think it's natural. I think Brady Brady must have found a uh, 1979 Indiana State yearbook and, yes. uh, and, and started modeling his uh, look after Larry Legend, but – no, Brady does good, and and I think he's uh, when he grows his hair out, he definitely uh, has he favors him a little bit. And then you just never know. Sometimes Brady will he'll grow it out for you know a few few weeks or a few months, but then he'll cut it off. You know, and you've seen him probably with shorter hair, and, and right. he's always wore it buzzed when he came uh, when he came here and we started here at Oklahoma. It was kind of buzzed his whole. He said he, he wore it buzzed his whole high school career, so it's weird that he's growing it out now, but. Um, I think he likes the a little bit of that attention that it gets, and uh, it's kind of fun for for us to talk about it. Yeah, it, it's it's uncanny. It really is, especially with his hair longer. Have you heard? Uh, have you heard one of the nicknames is Prairie Bird? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yes, we've heard we've heard quite a few. So that's uh, that's one of the best. Yeah, that's good. And, uh, you know, there's some similarities. I mean, a big guy who can shoot it from outside. If you're going to, you know, model yourself or your game after somebody, Larry Bird, uh, he's a good one to uh, to model after. What about this stretch that you guys are in? I mentioned Tech, West Virginia, Baylor, Kansas. Uh, you're in the middle of that stretch right now. Man, that is tough, and that's that's as tough as it gets in this league. And I would say any any stretch, any school, any conference in the country, you, they couldn't find a tougher stretch than those four. Yeah, it's tough. And, again, that's just part of the Big 12. It, there's no nights off. There's no rocking chair games in this league. And, and that's kind of what you want. When you come here, you sign up to go play at Oklahoma or a Baylor or any other school in the, the Big 12 conference. We feel like it's the best conference in the country for college basketball. And, and uh, there's so many good teams around. And, you know, we start off on the road at TCU. And I think more than anything, uh, John, it's more about the matchups. Uh, West Virginia is an awesome team. They're really good. But we've won three straight against them, and, and so it's it's almost like it's a, we are a bad matchup for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were up big up there in Morgantown. And, you know, that's a hard place to play. And uh, we were up 18, I think, at one point, maybe 20 at one point in that game last season. And then they come here, and we're up 18 at half. And so that's, to me, you look at that on the surface, you got to say that's just a match, matchup issue. That's not about them being not good or us being great or whatever else. I mean, because – they're a good team, but that's just what it is. So you go play tech comes here, a really good team. And we, we fell short in that one by two and had, you know, multiple opportunities, a tip in at the end that didn't go could have sent it to overtime and they're a really good team. So it's just every single night in and night out, there's going to be good games. And, you know, we're looking forward to this challenge. It's, it's a, uh, you know, you want to be the best, you got to go play against the best and Baylor's just terrific this year. So we want to go out and give a good effort and, and get better. And you, 
when you play games like this, you're able to show the, the coaching staff and your teammates and everybody around, like, you know, what type of player you really can be. And, and this is what I tell guys that I talk to. It's like, hey, go as hard as you can. Give it 100% because no one can tell how good you are until you do that. So um, that's what tonight will be. And then Saturday at Kansas doesn't get any easier. But, you know, you saw what Texas did at Kansas. I mean, I don't care if it's a COVID year or not. Going up there and winning like they did, as big as they did, I mean, that's that's huge. And so it's just a, a tough league. Texas is, is really good again this year. So it's just um, – it's just the nature of the beast of uh, such such good competition in the Big 12 uh, year in and year out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, final question. Uh, you guys are doing the game remotely uh, tonight. Uh, and uh, what, what's what's the challenge? What's been the hardest part? Or what have you had to adjust to doing the, some of these broadcasts remotely instead of in person? Sure. This is, uh, this is our uh, second one. We did okay. uh, the Xavier game this year. We did that one, and there was a few hiccups because, you know, as people know, if you're listening, you know that, you know, sometimes the, the radio broadcasts and TV broadcasts are not quite synced up. And so we had a little bit of that uh, issue because the crowd, you'll hear the crowd noise, and then you'll, you know, we'll have the ball and they'll, right. on the road, and then there'll be cheers going. I'm like, wait a minute, we have the ball. What are we cheering for? And sure, sure enough, right. they get a steal or a dunk or something like that. So um, those are things that we have to use um, way more advanced uh, technology type stuff than I even know about. So I'm not even going to speculate on what it was, but they had to resync us two or three times to, so that it was uh, matched up with the sound and and uh, what we're seeing. But that's probably that's it. I mean, Toby and I can sit at a at a six foot folding table and watch it in front of a TV in an empty studio and and talk basketball and, and stuff all day long. He makes it so easy. Um, just like yourself, man, y'all are true professionals. And, and like for someone like Pat or myself, it makes it so easy for us to just, you know, talk about what just happened. So, um, it's, it's been a, a fun year, different year, you know, tonight, the guys will, you know, they'll fly down the day, play the game and, you know, coach Kruger does a lot of day trips. And so they'll come back tonight. And I, I told some of the folks that are going down, I was like, well, when y'all are on your way back, I'll have a five minute commute to my house from our sooner business <laughs> studio. So. I'll be already at home, you know, watching sports or whatever else. But, you know, call, feel free to call if you want to call before they get on the plane and, and stuff like that. So, uh, but it's, it's uh, been a different year, but that's okay. We, uh, we're glad to, to be able to broadcast, and I know our listeners are glad that we're able to do it. So, uh, I think people are a little bit forgiving because it is a, a strange year. So, if the, if the net sounds aren't synced up quite as good as they could be, I think people understand. Yeah. Five-minute commute's pretty good, isn't it, after a late uh, night Oh, can't game. beat it. That's Can't pretty good. It. Hey, man, stay <laughs> safe. And uh, I'm sorry you won't be here tonight, but hopefully we'll see you down the road. Have a good call this evening. Great to visit with you. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Hey, absolutely. Thanks for your time. Tell everybody down there in Baylor Nation I said hello.